0: Two brothers one podcast It's
1: MacMouth Fantasy Football
0: I am your host, your commissioner, your reigning champion, Sean, I'm joined once again by my brother, your co-commissioner, really bad manager of the fantasy football team, Connor, welcome in, sir. Stinger, you got me, man. I mean, the words are flowing tonight. No video for me, apparently, um, but get to see your ugly face eating cookies. Like number Um, five already. You might want to slow down there, big boy. Tonight, we have our second annual division draft. Some trade reviews, some league news we'll get into, you know, hype season. It's in full, full effect now and maybe some lessons learned from year one for those of you that have joined us via the video feed you can tell we have a special guest so i'll go ahead and bring him in he is known as the ultimate runner-up the uru he is the trade magician our own cali boy the gm of dilly dilly he is dylan d fuller 11. Fowler.
2: thank you thank you cheers cheers yeah the, the double runner-up definitely hurts but it is what it is
0: uh you know ricky bobby says if you ain't first you're last but i don't know it's better to be second than last
2: i mean there's still some 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 earnings and some winnings and then the second oh, places
0: so there's that i was about to say he still made
1: a heck of a lot more money than i did in the, in the two leagues <laughs> exactly
0: i mean one dollar would have been more than you made right connor <laughs>
1: that is also a fact we
0: got the singers. <laughs> yep uh so Dylan you know we're gonna get to the draft but you know we're we're journalists here so we gotta ask the hard questions uh, first <laughs> one is why are you the way you are
2: <laughs> you know I, I I had a feeling this was gonna come up um I'm just I'm just me man I'm just just trying to make things happen you know Gotta not, not gotta trying. Keep, well, You're not trying to make it well, You should see all the, the, the other behind the scenes work that goes on. 90 95% of the time it doesn't actually go through. Five percent though. That's those are the big ones.
0: So how much money have you spent sending gifts to Katie?
2: <sighs> uh zero. Zero. I know you want some other answer there that like makes it reasonable and like you can equate that in your mind, but yes, yeah, zero.
0: Yeah. So you admit that it's unreasonable. No, no, I,
2: you're trying to like figure out another way to like make it make sense and it, it's not. It's not but
0: you're making you're you're saying that it doesn't make sense. It's what's what it sounds like well, to me. In my
2: mind, it makes sense.
0: Hmm.
2: And in Katie's
1: it
3: makes sense. Oh. In your mind though, you're trying to make Katie, it. Well, Katie lives
0: with Katie lives with her brother now. So I don't know what to think about her. <laughs> her little brother. Her little big nothing, brother. Nothing wrong with that. Um, Dylan what did you say to David to get him to send you a fourth round pick in the Irv Smith and Cordell Patterson trade let me before
1: you answer it's a hundred percent he played up the age in that he's not gonna this is he and he's like I mean, Cordero's only got, like, one more year left of relevancy, whereas because it could be a top five tight end this year and for seasons going forward. So,
2: like, to recoup the age, I need something back. That's my guess.
3: That's
2: pretty pretty solid. I forget exactly how it went down, but, yeah, generally generally it was that. I think I tried to add in Cordero in, a, like, a trade of something else, like in a, a few different moving pieces, and then he came back with that. I think it was a one-for-one. And, yeah, uh, I think the general response was like, hey, is there any way that I can recruit a fourth in here just for some age because, it's you know, Irv's so young. And so he's like, yeah, okay, fine. I was like, perfect.
0: He's so yeah. young and only has one good knee, but whatever. I still I still think he's going to be very well uh, – do
2: very well. It's unfortunate that I did trade for him last year and then got immediately injured, and that was definitely hurt a little bit. But, yeah.
1: What's, uh. what's your prediction? What – uh, what is Irv Smith's tight end ranking at the end of the year? Mm. Sean, we're going to need to write this down this somewhere.
0: All right. I'll write I mean, it down like, here and then we'll never talk about it again. But with, this is
1: just off the dome. So it's, I'd say like, pressure,
0: but
2: tight end 13. Okay. I, it's so, but then, I mean, this is like in total anything... points. Yeah, I would say like anything outside of like five, five to like twenty can be
0: a couple point difference in my mind. So it's all I agree. Kind of also the pack, but... yeah, five to twenty includes about thirty tight ends. I think.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because
2: <laughs> yeah, who actually stays you know healthy during that time frame and all that? But I mean, I think it's a longer play in the sense that Adam Thielen is not getting any younger. He's an end zone threat. Irv was proving himself towards the end of not last year, but the year before that he could be that end zone threat. And so I think it's a, he'll have a year to get better, a little year to get like more healthy. And then he can fill
3: into that role is my mindset. Uh,
0: Connor, any questions from you? I've got one more, but i you uh, chime in here. Um, no, I mean, I was, I was looking back at the, the tight end
1: ranks last year. Um, to see where is it there we go just like to see because it wouldn't be hard for him for Irv Smith like theoretically you could see him have a Dawson Knox season yeah and Dawson Knox was tight
0: okay the difference there is Dawson Knox has a fellow named Josh Allen and Irv Smith has a fellow named Captain Kirk Cousins
1: hey don't talk bad about Kirk even though even though Dylan just shipped him off Exactly. So he has the
0: tight. I mean, whole Dylan QB knows my room. affinity for Kirk Cousins. And, I've tried to and acquire Travis him. Kelsey. more than I once.
2: Y'all <laughs> we are talking under the top of each other, but yes, I mean, we yes, we did have some some trade talk, Sean, about you know getting Kirk going. I still see the the end of last season going differently if we were able to make that Kirk Cousins trade happen earlier in the season. But you know, it's what it is.
1: What was the trade? Was it uh, like a Kirk for Rodgers? yeah no generally
2: really i'm not straight on, up there was some other right pieces, obviously but that was kind of something that was in his early of i'm giving up on the season days
0: yep. and there was some <laughs> there was some
2: chance there and it was one of those Wait, you, you mean like the first
1: eight games of the season yeah pretty much, pretty much it was
0: yeah. one of my lower moments in the roller coaster season yeah. that was, it was it was it was I actually mean, just a lot of like down ticking until about mid-November and then I started going up and I didn't stop going up is essentially what happened yeah yeah Connor's Joe Mixon trade was kind of the trigger there
1: that definitely helped a little bit too little
0: um cool. I also well, yeah because
1: Joe went off the second half of the year <sighs> mm-hmm. like he kept going up and up whenever like right after the trade December ish right after the trade he ended up being like the RB4 like the second half of the year he just stayed healthy is, I think, the biggest thing. He exactly. always has the potential. He just stayed healthy. Which, I mean, this next year is the uh, P. Ryan season because there's no way he's healthy for two years in a row. <laughs> don't
0: you put that X on me, Ricky
3: Bubba. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're trying to get out
0: from under him. Uh, I, I believe I also tried to acquire Kirk Cousins in this off season. I don't remember what it was centered around, but I know we had discussions.
2: Uh, it was right when Mitch Trubisky was signed uh, like, in trade.
3: And I was like, all yeah. right,
2: I, I could see something there, but you were like equating Mitch to be like Kirk Cousins minus maybe like a fourth essentially. And I was like, no, nah, that's not going to fly for me.
1: I mean, Mitch <laughs> but, like, is like, Mitch has, like seven or eight
0: out years out. <laughs> younger. So
1: yeah, <laughs> it makes sense to me. Trying to cash out real quick on his Mitch. And he did. He did. I did. What, yeah. uh, well, you got a second in Brissette. Yeah.
0: Yeah so i a think the second might start more i think yeah. the second turned into brian robinson I
3: mean, okay uh, sorry to
0: say that again <laughs> um so we did a recent this is a non-smack mouth question so for those mm-hmm. of you that are going to get butt hurt baxter uh you know close your ears you know tune out for a little bit in baxter's in this league too so i don't he will be fine in recent startup that we were in together you took a very different draft approach than you did in a smack mouth league do you want to talk about the strategy and your plan for the next year or two with that team
1: i love sure. the strategy love it it so was so impressive
2: i i, I mean i loved ended it up too. Being well it turned out well definitely was not what I, I mean like i was expecting to try and do it i didn't have a term for it but i guess sean you coined it as what productive struggle or something mm-hmm. like that okay So yeah, so I had the, I drew the first pick again, which of course, lucky me, I had the first pick again. So I was trying to go for the, um, could have gone double Josh Allen, had that and just had Josh Allen and rode that for a long time, but instead decided to do the, the trade back productive struggle play for the next following years. And so I turned, I had written it down one time of like what I turned it into, but yeah, what I have four first rounds for the next 2023 season, three second rounds for the 2023 <laughs> you season. Know,
0: you have three, you have four first round picks next year. Yes. Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. Four for next year. And then like what three, I think it's three seconds, four thirds and three fourths or something like that for next year. Well, that's not yeah. bad. And then three first for the following year of 2024.
1: Yeah, so he added five first rounders um in in that startup draft while also getting, I mean, I, it was just perfectly done because then he got Deshaun Watson who might be out a couple years this yep. or a couple games this year, got Calvin Ridley who definitely ain't playing this year. Yep. Um, and then did you get
2: Jalen Hurts? Hurts as well, give him another year to to be yep. productive. Um JK Dobby out of a job. Or be out of a job. I'm hoping Love for the that. Dobbins. Yeah, Dobbins will be good, get back into it. And then pretty much we yeah, went like the zero running back strategy because knowing that you'll get the most productive or production and benefit out of a rookie, wait till next year for that. And yeah, just a bunch of youth as much as possible and hopefully it turns
0: out. And it worked so, out good for me because the guy you traded, the first number one overall pick to, selected <laughs> Jonathan Taylor, which means I got – Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes on the same yeah. team. <laughs>
2: I was pissed about that. I could not believe he did that. I was.
0: The thing falling. is, is the guy messaged me. He DM'd me and was like, "Who are you taking at 102 and 103? Because I'm taking Jonathan Taylor, and I want to know if the guy I want is going to be there at 104." And I'm like, first of all, I don't believe you. Right. Second of all, I'm not telling you who I'm picking." <laughs> so. I mean, so, I think he wanted Justin Herbert. But I don't know. I mean, back. he I could mean, have like, easily, he could have easily. I mean, if I would have told him I was taking double quarterbacks, he probably would have taken a QB at one and then gotten Jonathan Taylor at four. But yeah. it was just a really bad idea what he did.
2: I don't, I don't understand it. We
0: we all
1: went completely different strategies in that draft.
2: Yeah, than what we did in the first one, or in this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. yeah. I'm interested to see how that will play out, because I was I was looking at your team, Sean, I was assuming that it was going to be kind of depleted and or, like, shallow, if mm-hmm. that makes sense, because of like what you had to trade away to get the second and third. But it doesn't look too bad, honestly, in my mind. I think there's definitely a fighting chance there.
0: Yeah, I mean, my quarterbacks will drag me to the playoffs, and then from there, you never know.
3: Great.
0: Not much in the running back section. I guess I have Nick Chubb. It's not too bad.
3: Yeah, good.
1: And Hunt. He's got the whole Browns.
0: Mm-hmm. True. True. I could change that, my name to the Chubb Hunters.
2: I th- I think Hunt's gonna get <laughs> traded, honestly. But you think he's gonna be traded? Yeah, i just I don't see them keeping him this
0: year. Because
2: then they keep
1: uh what's the guy that was behind him that did good last year.
0: Yeah, Deontay Johnson, or Dearness De- De- Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let
1: me... Last oh. thing we'll mention on, the, on that league, but that Indianapolis Colts guy, or Indianapolis Jones, have you checked out his roster? He's got – his QBs are decent and Derek Carr, Matt Ryan, but then he's got Austin Eckler, Cooper Cup, Tyreek Hill, Debo Sam- Samuels, and Mark Andrews. It's like, holy crap, how did the, all those guys just fall to you?
0: Like He's got a pretty stacked team. Yeah, for sure. So Kareem Hunt is, yeah, this is his last year under contract. He has a cap hit of $6.2 million. No dead cap, though. So they could cut him and get out without having to pay money. But, I mean, you'd think they would trade him because surely somebody would want him instead of just cutting him, right?
3: Oh, for sure.
0: If they cut him, he just goes back to the Chiefs and – be their RB one.
2: I'm looking at I his mean, team. What are you saying? He's got cam makers on his bench too.
1: Yeah, RB1. it's insane.
3: That's wild.
1: It's just it's just the opposite of Sean. Like his the whole his whole team will car- will carry him to the playoffs. But will Derek Carr be a top yes. ten guy? And will Matt Ryan at least be feasible?
0: Yeah. So. All
1: right. We ready to get into the divisional draft. Let's do it, y'all. Y'all focus on drafting, Sean. I'll make sure and write down uh, the teams in which division they're in.
0: Okay, so for those that don't remember or don't know, you know we have hundreds and thousands of new listeners since last year. Um, uh, welcome, welcome to those listeners. Yes. I guess we haven't really said thank you for uh, thank you for oh following and they don't call it subscribing anymore, but whatever. Rate review, much appreciated. It helps out more than you'll ever know. Uh, More than we'll ever know. Basically, the way our league set up, the champion and runner-up the following year get to draft their own divisions from the other existing teams. So last year, Connor and I did a draft in the first year. Uh, It just so happens that I won the league, you know, no big deal. And so I'll get first pick, and then Dylan will have second pick Connor will be the arbitor,
1: um, and it it did so help that Sean ended up having two like full on tankers that decided to tank during the year in his division. So there's a couple. Well, I would say a couple free wins, but he was what four and eleven. Definitely no free wins for my it team. Should have been three and, <laughs> and three Those and four those four wins were from the tanking guy. The uh, two tanking teams. Yeah. On the first half season, back half. All right. That's- well, Sean. Since you you are – or is Dylan the first pick since he nope. was the runner-up? No, I get, get the honors. Okay, okay. champion. Let's see champion. who you think is going to be the worst team in the league this year.
0: Take it personally. Well, how do you know that that's the way I'm going to go? Oh, no.
1: You there, we sure? Good? Yeah. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. yeah, we can hear you. Okay.
0: Let's hear the worst team of the league this year. Um, how do you know that that's – I mean, is that just you're just assuming that I'm taking the worst team? Well, if we're gonna think strategy wise, you mm-hmm. want the worst teams
1: in the
2: league in your
1: league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: So I had I had a random thought, and I, I'm not gonna obviously this I, 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 I'm not gonna do it, but this was a random thought. I was like, what if you just decided to then take all of the best teams, and then you get like the best teams in the league, and then you're by ipso facto kind of thing, you have like five or all six. Top six teams, you're gonna naturally eliminate like three of them in that process. Is the two, what, two have to come from the other league? No, just one. Oh, just one? I thought but you play would
0: play kind play. of eliminate more than one because you have by record as the three and four seed. That's what I was saying. That's four, what I'm saying. And yeah, then now so... you're seeing it.
2: it was something that I was like playing around with as I was thinking about this. And I was like, Dylan, nah, if you, you want to take much...
0: that strategy, I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not as uh, bold as uh, the. Uh, I'm not. I'm not trying to be the scientist out here as, as Ryan is. I'll let Ryan play around. With the, <laughs> the mad scientist. We're
3: He's gonna have
1: scientist.
0: to talk about. We're gonna have to talk about that at the end.
1: All right. Well, let's get this uh, division
0: draft underway. Sean, you are on the clock. Okay, I am. It's it's between two for me. Do you want to talk <sighs> it out, or no. I guess you probably think don't want him no. to take the second one. Yeah, I mean he probably will because their bffs um <laughs> i'm gonna take i'm When's gonna take Amon as the number one pick Maybe. this year
1: all right Eamon is the uh the gm the of the baggers. grocery baggers um we will see if they're if they're going to be bagging groceries the whole season instead of just the off season so um what did they finish last year? They finished – they got the number two overall pick, so they were the second-worst team in the league um, last year. Um, of course, Antonio and Mexican win was the worst – or the last team because he was full-on tanking.
0: Um, yep, so yeah, the okay. Baggers finished, uh, not bad, six and eight last year.
1: Mm-hmm. But did not make the playoffs on that six and eight. No, had a much better record than I did. Yep. Yeah, they did. <laughs> <laughs> and again just for context for all of our new listeners uh the last two spots was overall points yeah. so however many points your team just your starters uh scored was how much you would or was like based on who gets on the fifth and sixth seed so even though sean was four and ten or whatever he was uh he did have a whole bunch of close losses with the highest scoring teams of the league during the year. So
2: he squeaked in there. And is it is it changing this year? Is it just one like the final position?
0: Yeah, just the sixth seed is on points this year.
2: So then f- what third, fourth, and fifth is by record?
0: Yeah. Okay. Might have to come up with some tiebreakers to break the mm-hmm. seeding there. I would lean towards just points four as a tiebreaker, but we could get weird if we wanted and do like in division record or something. But as the commissioner, I prefer to just do the easy route.
1: Well, we can talk about that later. Uh, Dylan, you are on the clock now for the second overall pick in the division draft.
2: I, I, uh, I second uh, Sean's initial of that. There are two in my mind of, of, you know, that I would want to go for and, I'm
0: going to select uh, Katie. Mm. Katie. Wow, that is really rude of you, Dylan, to say that.
1: Katie with the Dirty South Spartans. Um, Katie actually got the sixth seed in the playoffs last year and was out the first round uh, due to the Christian McCaffrey-Daryl Henderson trade, and Daryl Henderson ended up not playing because he got hurt. Um, So that's a little backup. So, she has since she she traded Christian McCaffrey for Daryl Henderson in like a second or something last year, so she doesn't have Christian McCaffrey anymore. And then she also just traded uh, Travis Kelsey away um, for a second and Knox Dawson Knox basically. Obviously, there were some other pieces in the trade, but um, there you go. So Amon was the number one overall pick. Katie was number two
0: overall pick. Now back to Sean for his second team in the league. Now, Dylan, who was your like official rival last week? For who'd you play last in year? rivalry week? Re- rivalry week last year uh, was it
3: Baxter, Baxter? right?
0: Baxter? Yeah, it was Baxter. Okay, well, I want to keep that rivalry going, so I'm going to select Baxter for my division mm. as my number two pick. All right, Baxter
1: is is he uh, currently the see the little, little two heads, little something? poots.
0: I don't know. Let me see little rippers i'm pretty little sure rippers well, little
2: rippers it was big rippers then medium rippers then little rippers yep yeah
1: so baxter he was actually i'll give short context because i know we're already getting up there in time but uh baxter katie and katrina were all on the hunt for the sixth playoff spot going into the last week so he was right there on the cusp but ended up not making it um and i think he would ended up being that he would have gotten the sixth overall pick, but he traded the pick away. So um, he was literally right in the middle of the pack last year. But now Sean evidently thinks that he's going to be the third worst. So um, That's Dylan not true. I said here. I
0: wanted to keep Dylan's rivalry intact.
1: I, that's what I would say, too, if I didn't want to make anyone mad.
2: <laughs> All right. Um, my, my next one is going to be a guy that I think, I don't know, there's a lot of speculation of what year he might be uh, battling for. Um, he's made some definite improvements with his team, but a uh, Mexican win is going to be my my next pick. I still think his team might be a little light that might be shallow enough to, if there are any injuries that might set him back, I might have a, have a chance.
1: So Antonio was the team we talked about earlier who tanked, legit tanked the whole year, did not get a win. Uh,
3: but he, he did Trey
0: avoid
1: the toilet bowl. He did. He did. <laughs> um, he he got Trey Lance last year. He had uh, Jaylen Hurts on his taxi squad to keep those points away from his uh, team because number one, number one overall pick is decided by overall points. So that's bench and starters to kind of deter tanking. So like your team has to be completely bad if you want to get that number one overall overall pick. Um, he had one-on-one this year ended up trading it got three first rounders ended up taking two receivers and getting james connor with the last one so that's a little update from for antonio and mexican win
0: sean back to you all right well got a lot to think about here at my third pick um i think i'm gonna do a little bit of a curveball Ooh, i don't know that might be a ooh. Swing and a miss if I did that curveball. So right
1: now we theoretically, if the strategy we're going with, Eamon, Baxter, Katie Antonio would be the bottom four teams. If that's the strategy y'all are using, I don't. I'm not saying you are. Um, I would so Now we're starting to get. Now we're starting to get in the middle of the pack. So teams that have a chance to get into playoffs theoretically, um, but also some teams that might still decide to taint. Yeah,
0: um, you know. I have a decision here. I've got a couple I'm thinking about. That was me stalling, so you you would have time to choose. One would keep a rivalry intact from last season, which quite frankly might be the best one in the league. Uh, Another one might be a a veiled shot at the other person. But they've got a pretty solid team. It's outside of a couple position groups. I'm taking David. Mm, David taking david is uh currently his only starting quarterback is the one the only danny dimes daniel jones um so he's got pretty stacked wide receiver and running back rooms definitely wide receivers uh but i'm taking a risk there based on the quarterback play so we'll see
1: so uh I, th- I believe David was the four seed, the three of the four seed last year, got in based on record. <clears throat> he got in, in in big in large part due to Dalvin Cook. Uh, he had Derrick Henry for the first half of the year, but he also has Cooper Cup, Chris Godwin, T. Higgins, and then he drafted Najee Harris at the 103 in the rookie draft. So he's stacked at running, at running back and just got a straight steal with Cooper Cup um in the sixth round in the startup last year so um he's got a solid team again apart from the the um, quarterback situation so it could be really dangerous if baker gets us gets a starting spot somewhere potentially um because his team can carry him but could be a tank as well so uh dylan now to your third pick and quote unquote the sixth best team or worst team in the league
2: yeah, this one's definitely getting a little harder. Um, I think I, I was reading into uh, what Sean might have been talking about, and I think I think I'm willing to to give that that could potentially be the next best uh, rivalry out there. And I'll take you, Connor. Mm, okay. Shots fired. <laughs> nice. I, I will. I will say that there are, in my mind, a wide range of outcomes for your team. Uh, And and it's mainly
1: on one person.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Mainly I'm leaning one way and it's more of a hedging of my bet for my other team potentially as well. That if, if all goes well, that man does not play this year for my side Mm. and it would then also (laughs) win as well on this.
1: The man, the man he is talking about is uh, Deshaun Watson. For those that were not in the league, I ended up being, I think I would have gotten the 105 if I had my original pick. So I missed the playoffs. I had I was looking like I'd be decent, but I didn't have enough points, which is why I ended up trading away um, Joe Mixon to the eventual champion. Um, but I had Deshaun Watson all of last year, so he's on the bench. And then Joe Burrow didn't really kick it in until the last second half of the season. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm definitely – if Deshaun doesn't play, my next qu- quarterback is Jared Goff. So uh, Gerf. Gerf. I, I guess I won't take offense that I am the sixth worst team in the league. Mill and okay. right where you want to be. Think that's the complete opposite of what you want to be in Dynasty Fantasy Football. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just,
1: just enough where you don't really make any money or you don't even recoup your what you, you bought in for, but not enough to get like a top – Three pick, unless you trade,
3: which I do have a couple back burner. Go get some more first;
2: you'll
1: be good. If people would trade first, I doubt that that's going to be very easy. You can ask Ryan about that.
3: There.
0: Um, All so right, so far, Sean. our divisions aren't too dissimilar from what they were last year, um, but I think I'm going to change it up a little bit here, and I'm going to take Katrina.
1: Mm, Katrina. So you're going to keep the, Oh, well, I guess he, her rival was uh, Jake. Yep. Um, Let me see where that one so we, we are splitting up the, uh, the women, we have two women in our league, Katie and Katrina. They were both in the no name division last year. Um, and again, Katrina was kind of in that fringe spot middle of the pack where she, she could almost make it, but she didn't make any moves at the trade deadline to kind of really help her roster get over the hump. Um, so, yeah, Katrina is Sean's fourth member, so that means Dylan has two more, and or three more, and Sean has two more pick picks
3: Yeah, I think I'm... I think
2: I, I think I have to. His, his team kind of scares me again. There's, I think there's a range of outcomes here, but I'm going to go with uh, Ryan. Ryan Swain.
1: Mm-hmm. Ryan Swain. All right, so... Ryan kind of was kind of tanking. I don't know if it was on purpose, and then he kind of disappeared midseason. Yeah. And then for most of uh, mad. the offseason, yeah, Sean really pissed him off at one point. Um, I did but do. he – he for those of you who don't know, Ryan did have some issues, like legit things that he needed to deal with. So, um, glad that he could step away, and then he's back now. So, if you want to send him trades, he's probably all ears. Um, but Ryan with now his team name is in the name of science. Um, but he ended up, I think he was the, would have gotten the 103, 104. He would have gotten the one Oh four based on total points because he had Dak and Russell Wilson that got him a bunch of points last year. So, um, yeah, this year he doesn't have his, he doesn't have his first round pick next year. So, I don't know if he's in the camp of tanking or if he's going to go for it, and
0: I guess we'll find out. And generally, if you don't have your first-round pick, you better not be tanking.
1: Generally, but sometimes you don't have a choice.
0: Okay, so we're down to two. We've got Will and Jake two each. left. Oh, no, two each.
2: Why would we have to, I mean, we're each in our own division, so. It's,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you, Dylan, because I was real confused. <laughs> I mean, the
1: math makes sense, but
2: if you take out us, yeah. yeah.
0: I, I assumed I was going to be in my own division, but maybe, you know what, you know what they say about assuming. Is. Um, So I know that, that the Jake and Katrina thing was a rivalry last year, but what's better than husband and wife going together, going against each other once a year, but twice a year? So Mm. I'm going to take Jake into my division and he and his wife can fight over tight ends all year long.
2: So
1: Jamar rule that's Jake's team is Jamar rule. Uh, they ended up, I think with the three seed last year, uh, they had his key contributors last year was Matt Stafford, Stafford, Alvin Kamara, um, he did get Elijah Mitchell in the fourth round last year, so he got a nice running back out of there. But most importantly and mainly, his main contributor, contributor was Jamar Chase and just the absolute tear he went on. I think he got Jamar at like the 106, I'm pretty sure, 105. 105, he was right behind me in the rookie draft. Got Jamar Chase at the 105 last year. And he immediately became his wide receiver one. So we'll and see. You if, need to
0: put some spec on his name because he was the one seed at 12 and two last year.
2: He was.
1: I apologize for that. I apologize, Jake. You were the one seed. Um, but so this year, his if he's, he'd really help, hope that uh, Saquon could stay healthy this year and that could really bolster down um, his team and help him make a
0: deeper run in the playoffs. Yeah, maybe Kamara won't be suspended. That's, that's a
1: hope. Well. Maybe. I, if he if he's suspended, if it's any more than two games, I'd be surprised. Oh,
0: I know if Kamara gets two games, then your boy Deshaun Watson should probably get <laughs> 24 games.
1: No way they would do that. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't go with the we'll, – we'll save. I know there's a lot of suspense on what uh, Dylan's last pick is with the one-per-team left, but – I'm surprised that the league didn't say like we're we're gonna keep investigating for a full year, so then he get he can play this whole year, gets a million dollars, and then next year they suspend him, so he doesn't get
0: forty million. That would have been so a real step. original idea that I since I brought that up the last podcast as my conspiracy. I wasn't saying it as a like it was my idea. I was well, I mean, saying it would be hilarious. We have very avid listeners, Connor. They all, I mean, this wasn't new news to them. They all thousands like thousands and thousands of them knew that was a possibility and that's what should happen i never said it wasn't a possibility i just said
1: i thought whatever we're not getting into this right now <laughs> the the whole all our listeners know that i'm right in this in this argument um all right dylan do you want to uh, select your last team i don't want to take one. away your air
2: time no no, no, no i appreciate it it's a, it's a very tough one i think i'm gonna go with Will, I think that's that's mm. it on the pick. definitely mm.
1: okay. Okay, mm. so Will is the team that everyone is most scared of. Congratulations, Will. Mm. So let's see. Will was the two seed. Am I correct in that three? Three, three, three seed. Who was two seed? Dylan, me, mm. uh, the ultimate mm. runner up, of course. Yeah. Staying is the number two, <laughs> number, um. two. <laughs> number two, number <laughs> two. So, uh, Will is now. His team is the archive as of a little end of the season last year because he is the league historian. Um he's got a he's got a pretty well-rounded team. Now, every running back on his team does need to be in like bubble wrap whenever they're not on the field, because he did have Travis Etienne that was out for the year. He had Raheem Mostert that was out after like a couple plays. He had who else was it? There's a couple other people. He had Kareem Hunt, which, like, after Sean traded him, he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And then he had James White that was out for the year. So he had, like, four running backs that legit went down for the year. Uh, Austin Eckler ended up being his his uh, savior. And then on top of that, he had uh, Tom Brady, who he's really glad that he's got one more year. Justin Herbert, who's young. Um, and then Tyree Kill and CeeDee Lamb. Oh, and the, the tight end one. Also helped him to his number three seed yeah. for Mark Andrews. So, and don't forget about Davis Mills. Davis Mills. Well, well he's got to he to wait another year because Tom came back. Mills so it was going to be it wasn't be David Mills
0: season. Davis Mills even season, but got to to wait. Easy for you to say. That is our divisional draft. My division is the Grocery Baggers, the Little Rippers, the Nompton Bulldogs, Soldier Fields, Jamar Rule, and the Warmest Regards. Dylan's division is the Dirty South Spartans, Mexican win the Fantasy Football Team, in the name of science, in the archive, along with Dilly Dilly, which is Dylan's team. Um, Dylan, off the top of your head, do you have a divisional name? Do you want to you I mean, share it?
2: i'll i'll ask my i'll answer your question with a question are you changing your divisional day?
0: yeah i think i am going to Ooh, okay i was not expecting that all right maybe i can come up well with yeah a, will's, will's not in his league Ooh, so he yeah. can't be in the will, best will friend. and ryan be the best friend division yeah. mm. well
1: does ryan count as your friend now you've really kind of been on the wrong side of yeah we, we're good
0: Okay, okay. I mean, that's a test
1: of a a true friendship, is if you can get an argument and and be good. So, glad to hear that. Maybe we can get Ryan
0: on here to tell some more
1: cigar stories.
0: (laughs) He's got stories that don't need to be told, but they probably will be told. And
1: this is why we need to get him on.
3: Exactly.
0: Yeah, I'll have to brainstorm to brainstorm brainstorm this. We got ABDKJ.
3: Hmm.
1: Okay, we're not going to be doing this off off the dome. This is not good uh, year time here. So, um, those are the two drafts. I would say my initial reaction. I think Dylan's division has the best chance to be the worst, if that makes sense. So the best of the worst. Right. So Antonio could definitely name. tank this year again because he has a couple first next year as well as a couple young players. Um, Ryan, we don't know what he's going to do. He did get a couple good, like a handful of good rookie wide receivers in the draft. But again, they're rookie wide receivers. Not all rookie wide receivers can produce like Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase. Um, Me, if Deshaun Watson is out, that's going to significantly hurt my team. Um, So, I mean, there's four teams that could potentially have some bad things happen to Oak. and then Katie's team, that Dylan wanted to keep in division, so um, for I mean, obvious reasons.
0: Listen, I just wanted to make sure that uh, on my repeat run that my team is well is battle tested going into the playoffs. So I wanted to build a, a solid division, test the team, make sure they're ready going into the playoffs in December. So
1: so ba- basically, he wants to have another four and ten season um be the, the built first the character. character back champion with less than a 2500 record or <laughs> 250 record builds character
2: i mean I, I will say that like wasn't it last year where the divisions looked like and then they just flipped right like didn't it, like one our division look easier at first and then it ended up being harder and then like same thing flipped
1: yeah so like i think at the beginning of the year my team started bad katrina started bad eamon started bad and then I think Katie didn't look good at the beginning. And then then it's then it flipped and like you and David started dominating, like legit just dominating the league. Katie picked it up. Katrina picked it up. So then it was just me and Eamon. But even like us, we were six and eight on the season. So like we weren't terrible. It was just we didn't fully commit to anything. So
0: and it ended up with both divisions having three teams in the playoffs. So mm-hmm. pretty, pretty even at the end. Yep. Um okay Dylan, I'm going to give you the option here. We can go over some trade reviews, which is basically the Twitter polls that we posted mm-hmm. on recent trades that aren't really that recent, or we got an anonymous email after our last episode that we can discuss. I don't know if you know about the anonymous email or not. I do not know about this anonymous email. I mean, I
2: feel like we've had plenty of trade talk. Whether it was in the, the chat or whatever it was. So I'm I'm interested in this anonymous email.
0: Okay. Um so this anonymous email came from the email address anonymous fantasy footballer69 at gmail.com. And they put their name on the email address as Smackmouth. So when it comes through, it just says from SmackMouth to SmackMouth Football. Okay. And it just like in big bold letters says sick and tired. I am sick and tired of spending an hour and 22 minutes listening to this podcast and having my team only mentioned for about a minute and 27 seconds of content. This podcast is biased and unfair. I am reporting you to the podcast authorities. One star signed anonymous. Now, a comment from me is, I appreciate the review, um, but if you're going to review us, give us five stars, then you can bash us. Just make sure you do it on the podcast platforms. Emails don't count.
1: Again, five stars is the main thing, yes. and you can say whatever you want about Absolutely. us. We love the, con- the, curit-
0: <laughs> the constructive <laughs> criticism.
1: I, I try to combine those two words and criticism.
0: Criticism, yes, of course. Yep. Uh, uh, initial thoughts on the anonymous emailer, Dylan? I mean, it
2: is it is a little hurtful sometimes when you're like listening for your your like your team to get brought up, you know, hear what they're having to say, whether good or bad. Right. I mean, everybody likes to hear, you know, their name out there. And so I can see it. I can see it being like kind of painful sometimes when you're like listening to an hour and a half long podcast and you are like, nothing was said about me. Awesome. So I I feel it. I feel it. But I guess apparently if you do feel that way, just make sure that there's five stars associated with it. (laughs) Exactly. See, exactly. (laughs) We're learning at least.
0: I mean, I did respond to the email and I just said, reveal yourself, you coward. And in a one word response, we got the word David. So was it David? Was it not Mm -hmm. David? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: It's a mystery. (laughs) We need to get the Smack Fantasy Football Consultation Group Incorporated investigation team on this mystery see based
1: on the people i know i feel like it's either david or baxter mm-hmm. um david kind of throws in those like witty like those little like the creating the own his his the new email account to be 69 mm-hmm. like whatever whatever 69 is just it's just a little funny little
0: thing and but david why has would he those go through that and then reveal himself
1: well, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know. But then I could also see Baxter doing the same thing. And like him like send it and go <laughs> <laughs> You're Right. Dylan, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. No, <laughs>
3: that's good. That's good. So, yeah, I can see it.
1: Um, I don't know. I love both of them. I just wish they would have given us a five star star on the uh
2: their podcast platform that they listen on. I mean they still have the chance, right? They didn't they didn't Absolutely. leave the review. Yeah, they know, always so they can have the chance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I will so, say if you want to get talked about more, you just got to make like some controversial trades. <laughs> then you just get talked about, whether or not on the podcast, you know, lit up in the chat, whatever it may be, you just get talked about. So maybe I was make, gonna ma- say maybe make some I pay. was
1: gonna say either do trades or yeah. you can always hit us up and we're always down to have some like a another person on the podcast. And then we can do a deep dive on your team if you really want it. Mm, we can awesome. we can dive into your team, but that would require require someone to be on the podcast with us. You know, we
3: that way.
0: Yeah, yeah. We uh, exactly. like to, you know, Connie, you just said it. We like the constructive criticism. So, you know, I was thinking, I was stewing over this, you know, just this hurtful email. Yep. Couldn't sleep. I, probably. I had this idea that you know we could come up with one of those little spinny wheels. You know, like, click, 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 mm. click, click, click. And we put everybody's team name on that spinning wheel. We spin it twice an episode. The first time the team it lands on, we have to say something nice about that team manager or that or the team itself. And then the second spin, we have to say something mean about that, a different team owner or team. Mm. Uh, you know, that way everybody has a fair chance of getting mentioned. What What do you think about that? Should I, be something I, I think- implement?
1: I just don't think that changes the length of time we're talk that we are talking about a person. So that would only add 15 seconds that we talk about a team.
0: No, but it adds if, a, adds a good chance to you know to give a solid compliment, build someone up, and then a solid teardown. All right, you know, just listen, to... let me let me. Ooh, I don't like that one. Mm. No, I need the clicks. I need the prices right clicks. Mm. Yeah, that's a good sound
1: out there. I typed in click. Oh, no, I didn't. I said spin wheel.
0: We'll okay. workshop that along with the divisional names. Um, trade reviews, real quick. I think we may have mentioned these trades on the last pod, but I then put up Twitter polls, which is something I'm going to do this year for these trades. You can search them, SmackMouthFF on Twitter. I posted three of them. Yes. The first one was Connor's. I think this was Connor's trade, JK Dobbins for Kenny Galladay in a 2023 first. Is that yours, Connor? Yep. And so I, I basically just post this on Twitter, no context, no like, this is what the teams have, just to get a true, like, what does Twitter think about it? That one had 106 votes with 53% on the Galladay 2023 first side which was uh, Antonio, I believe. Correct, yep,
1: Antonio. So he got my 23 first and Kenny Galladay. I think I sent it to him first with someone like a Nico Collins, like a younger wide Mm -hmm. receiver, and then he came back with Kenny. So I guess he's got faith in Kenny this year. So smooth. Uh,
0: The second one was Dylan's trade with Katie. It was Kirk Cousins, Melvin Gordon, Dawson Knox, and $10 a fab. Thank goodness you added that in there uh, for Ryan Tannehill and Travis Kelsey. Now, this one had 73 votes, 84% on the Tannehill Kelsey side. Does it make you feel good that you won the trade, Dylan, or bad that you <laughs> took advantage of Katie? Again.
3: I, don't, I, don't, I have
0: no comment. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I feel like the trade is more of a slap in the face because it has 10 fab dollars in it than if it didn't have the 10 fab dollars in it at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> see, if it was Dylan, he 100% would have pulled like, see, like I'm like, Tannehill's a little bit more questionable or he got Tannehill or he would have been, what he say? Oh, Melvin Gordon's really old. Instead of 10 fab, can I get a fourth rounder to for the old for the age?
0: I mean, if Dylan was on the other side, yeah,
1: I, right. I would have been traded
2: away like youth or something, right? Like, if you're getting someone older and you're trading away youth, that's where you get that fourth in there. Oh, right. Oh, with, yeah. So I was getting the age on that side. So I was thinking, I was,
1: surpri- I was surprised you
2: didn't get a fourth. I guess that should ah, be. There said. you go. Yeah. I should have, you know, because Knox is younger. So I should have gotten a fourth.
1: Of course, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Maybe even third. I mean, Dawson Ooh. Knox is perennial.
0: Okay. And then the last one is uh, another Dylan trade. We talked about this at the top. Corderell Patterson in a 2023 fourth for Irv Smith and the Corderell side won 58% to 42%. So that only had 60 votes. So a little closer on that one.
3: Again, I don't have
0: many qualms with this one. Just the the fourth seemed to be on a weird side of the trade to me.
1: Yeah, that trade is definitely closer. And like, that's one of the trades where it's more on context. So like, obviously, well, first he got he has Kelsey now. I don't did did the Kelsey trade happen first? Yeah. Okay, so he traded away. So he had Kelsey now, and if he's in all in mode, which I think he is, then the running back slash receiver that ended up being like a top five guy last year is is more valuable to him, which makes it the the fourth rounder not make as much sense to us as well because of the um, he's going to win basically this year. So congratulations to John.
0: Okay, Connor, I'm going to let you lead this next section on the lessons <laughs> learned. This was your idea, your love child.
1: Yeah. So this, these are just, I was just interested, like legit. I was hundred percent interested in what people like learned from last year. This is a lot of our first years playing dynasty Um, So I went first and I said um, like I learned the way I put it is like for me to value rookie picks more. So like, I didn't, I didn't know the true value of a first round rookie pick last year. Hence the Julio Jones for a first round. Um,
0: He looked so good in that uniform.
1: He looked so good. I mean, those four games that he was actually dressed out on the sideline was cool. Um, but so like the and I still don't know if some people realize well I now people do because the 23 class is the best class there ever was in history of uh, NFL it's basically what everyone's making it seem like um, but I did not understand the value of rookie picks especially first like the there's like podcasts and stuff which uh, we could dive in some of the point if we wanted to but basically talking about like hit rates and like in the first half of the first round, it's like 50 or 60%, which doesn't sound like crazy high percent, but like once you get to the end of the first round, it's like 20% and into the second round, it's like 10 or 15%. Like it's just drastic changes of like actual hit rates. Um, Next one was don't be so bold on players that have not proven it yet. So I gave up too much draft capital because I was all in that miles freaking Gaskin was going to be a stud in Miami and just be the workhorse. And he just never got that opportunity. Like I traded away a first at some point to get it. And then I traded away um, James Connor as well to get it. And if I just would have stuck with James Connor and that was my thing. I, I thought, Chase Edmonds was going to take that backfield by storm and James Conner would come in for some first and second downs. Um, so I should have just – I mean, hindsight's twenty-twenty. So same thing with trading away Cordero Patterson. But, um, yeah, so I not be as bullish whenever – just because I hear a podcast talking about a player or just because I really like the player from last year – to uh, spend that much so these this is only, this
0: is miles gaskin's year so don't worry well
1: i don't have him anymore i traded him for chris yeah. carson <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but i i upgraded from a second to a first rounder ended up helping me get Brees hall blah 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 um and then so these next two i'm gonna these are uh i'll keep them as anonymous but one person said i learned that winning doesn't even matter Losers are winners and winners are losers. <laughs> what do you think about that, Dylan? <laughs>
3: Wasn't that best? Or, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. I, I
2: don't know who it was.
3: Uh,
2: I, I mean, like, the the logic behind it, it's just funny how it's, like, read aloud like that. But the logic behind <laughs> it kind of makes sense. It's like, if you win, you're able to, like, win and you're winning money on that. And if you lose, you're still winning draft capital if you have it so like you can still win no matter what you're doing and i think it just determines on what you value more whether you value the the money output at the end of the day or do you, whether you value having capital in your team potentially to then have accolades down the future with winning in that regard so i don't know yeah.
0: let's not forget you know, it's not just about money you get get your name on the smooch okay sure. mm.
1: sure. and you get you get the smooch for a year it's, yeah um, oh, I
0: actually didn't, didn't even
1: think of it like that. I thought it was just uh, this person uh, being lamenting. A, yeah, that would be a good word. I was yeah. going to say a troll, but um, <laughs> the last one I'm Dylan. I take offense that I'm lumped in here with you, but Oof. the last one says I've learned don't trade with D fuller or C mad. So D fuller is is Dilly Dilly. Also Dylan, um, the ultimate runner up C mad is my username and, um,
0: myself. So,
1: uh, I, I guess I'll ask Sean, uh, what are your thoughts on this?
0: I mean, this is what that person learned. So we can't, can't take away what they learned.
1: That's very true. But trading with me got you a championship. So
0: we'll leave yeah, it at that. I mean, it's very fair trade. Now um, I didn't, I didn't write in, but I, I can add something here. Oh yeah. Definitely. Um, something I learned, it was, it was a tough lesson, but, don't give up on your season too early. Now there's definitely benefits to giving up early because you can get the benefits of, you know, getting some first round draft picks before other people do stuff like that. But I tried to tank the season several times and ended up winning the championship. So
1: that was going to be my actual question. I was, I was going to ask, so how many times can you decide to tank and then not tank and then tank (laughs) and then not tank again before it's like too much. And then you're just in no man's land, just hypothetically.
3: That's a fair point.
0: I mean, once I traded I think- away my own first round pick, I knew I couldn't like tank tank. So, but okay. I, did, I also didn't trade away my first round pick until I knew that I was like in really solid position to at least make the playoffs.
1: Yeah. And I was really mad that, you traded to me, and I ended up getting the 112. When I I 100 <laughs> thought I was going to get like the 109, 110.
0: Yeah, I thought that but. too, Connor. Well, the thing All right, I think well.
2: is, with with that, the way that you can always still make it by just putting up points. Like you could technically, I mean, unless you actionably trade away a lot, like you could still technically think you're tanking and then not tanking as many times as you want almost until you're literally on the final day right like the I mean it came down to the final week for a lot of there was like three people all for the final week so
1: and that and that's exactly what happened with Sean I mean he he was so caught up in the actual record of his team because it was so terrible um, that he was blinded by the fact that his team was still putting up crazy numbers
0: no, I was um, never blinded by it because I kept putting my best players in my starting roster. If I was if I was blinded by it and I just saw the record, I would have I would have not been putting my best players in my starting roster. See, I would disagree because our the tanking
1: in our league is okay, based on touche. total points. That's a good So, point. and you being the commissioner of the league, I know you are all about the goodwill of the league so you would set an appropriate roster each week. But Um, But I could have made sure I didn't make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, but again, that doesn't do anything for you. If you you just make sure you don't make the playoffs and you get the six, the one of six again, you know, apples, oranges, whatever. Um, So that was some things that we learned this year. If anyone else wants to throw some things at us, we can talk about them next week or our next
0: pod, I guess, they're a little spaced out now um yeah do you want to jump into some league news yeah so this is probably my favorite part of our podcast every year is when we start getting these little tiny nuggets of news and we just get to spin them into the biggest news ever and it really means nothing so let's jump into it this is from pro football talk legitimate website here i will and
1: i will be the ultimate hype person and spin it the 100 the best way they could
0: this says the Broncos are building their offense completely around Russell Wilson. Who would have thought Russell, Russell Wilson is going to be top three quarterback this year. hundred percent. I mean, who would have thought that a team trades for a top tier quarterback and they build the offense around them.
1: <laughs> Agreed. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. Who, I mean, even <laughs> if you have a top tier quarterback, why wouldn't you build the <laughs> offense around him? Like it's not like a it's not like a Matt Ryan Jonathan Taylor thing and like hmm, who do we build it around? It's like Russell Wilson, and you have stud receivers and a stud running back that can catch. So um yeah, but pro football talk, Ryan. You're gonna have the the QB three at least this year. Mm -hmm. So congratulations.
0: Good thing he's in Dylan's division. Uh next one is this this is from the LA Rams beat. So um Allen Robinson to be a red zone Mm -hmm. weapon for Matthew Stafford this year.
1: Allen Robinson is the new Cooper Cup. He's going to finish his wide receiver one. Cooper Cup's going to be doubled so much this year. This is, Sean, this is like the, uh, whenever I text you a week or so ago on how I hate hot take podcasts because people <laughs> well, can I'm just say I'm not asking
0: that, you to say hot takes. I just want I know, to read off I know, these I, things I would and just, say this is the dumbest headline <laughs> ever because of course they're going to throw to a receiver in the red zone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's, I mean, I was just being facetious and boosting all these, but that's like what I was saying on these hot take podcasts is like, oh, yep, alan Robinson is going to be wide receiver five this year for sure. Yeah, but there's no repercussions on these, like, these bold predictions. Yeah. I mean, so they don't go write ahead. them
0: down in a Google doc like I did with Dylan's Irv Smith take for, to go back yeah, exactly. and never see again. What was it? 12, 13? 13. 13. Uh, this might be the best this one's one just funny yeah uh rashad penny dylan dealing with hamstring issues already
3: already <laughs> already well, it, it
1: helped it's our, it helps that dylan didn't pay anything for him so that's true. uh
0: next uh, this one. is actually good news this yeah. is good news travis Etienne good to go for camp congrats will on that
1: he had a, he, what it was a Liz Frank fracture. So, like in the a small yeah, bone, we've in your all foot. talked about how nobody likes this Liz girl.
2: This is the worst.
1: Is it Ann's sister?
0: Yeah, it is Ann's sister. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. I heard that. <laughs> um, next is the Browns could quote spread out the offense with Watson at quarterback. I don't think that's a very good. Uh, use of words with his current issues. No, he loves the spread, if you know what I mean. Uh, also, I saw this headline: Watson testified that one of his massages ended with the therapist in tears and him apologizing. <laughs> not ideal not, for not your not starting either. quarterback.
1: <laughs> Basically, he's like,
0: "Well, I'm not getting criminally charged now, so I can tell some of the truth."
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh pretty funny. Uh also Goodell says the investigation is nearing the end. So hopefully we'll hear something about uh, Mr. Watson soon.
1: Yep. I've heard I've heard mid-June is when they think it's gonna be come out about his suspension, but we'll see. They did I mean Watson did just take his whole offense to like some tropical island. So he's a great that's, dude,
0: obviously. Yeah. Massages is, for I didn't everyone actually means that Massages oh, for um Daryl Williams the Kansas City running back signed with Arizona this week he's on Baxter's team does this mean uh the end for Eno Benjamin and Keontae Ingram
1: I would it's it's the end for one of them I don't know which one it
2: is that's that's my take on that yeah I don't know that's a tough one I think I think both of them I mean, clearly adding anybody to the depth chart is not going to help, but I think he proved himself to be a competent and actually more than competent running back. So in the backup role, I think he could easily step in.
0: Yeah, I think he had over a 1,000 yards last year for the yeah. Kansas City. Uh, next, another Dylan news. Why is Antonio... Dylan here so much? We talk about his team too much. Gosh. Antonio Gibson, his role will, quote, vary weekly. That's very with an A, not an E. Very.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm not the most happy about this one, but I did. I did do, try and do some research and like read some alternative articles to make myself feel better about how like <laughs> it could be a duo. He'll be healthier. Maybe he can be freed up, and JD McKissick is still around, but like be faded out because he's getting older. And then Antonio gets in more of the passing role and stays healthy for that. Just Ryan Robinson, better. Jared Patterson, top twelve running backs. You know. <laughs> Have fun with both of them on your team, and not knowing which one to play each week, if that were ever to happen.
0: Oh, I will, because Jarrett Patterson will be on the practice squad. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay.
1: Antonio Gibson, it, I know this kind of hurts, Dylan, because Antonio Gibson was your guy in startup. Yeah. Like yeah. you, you like. I'm not going to put it as yeah. far as like he was That's your Miles saying. Gaskin to me, mm. but because um, it wasn't that big of a reach. But because there was a whole bunch of hype going in. Um, he's a great running back, just some injury issues, and then evidently their quarterback or their coaches want to kind of do a timeshare. So we'll see, see how, how it goes.
0: Yeah, never know. Uh, we'll skip to another Dylan news here CMC to be held out of preseason games. Good. Probably uh, a good idea 100%. Right. I think any right. starting running back should not play in a preseason game.
2: agree.
1: Like, if you are for sure the starting running back, or if you're That's an like older number saying. two. Like Gus, like Gus Edwards, which I don't even know if they're gonna be ready for preseason, whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, if you're a solid number two or the number one guy, like, just don't even play in preseason, right? Or practice until <laughs> with. Now that I have J.K. Dobbins, don't even practice. Don't even. I mean, <laughs> you're you're all in on that backfield, hoping for. And and the Jets,
0: you know, I got. <laughs> uh tyson williams signs with indy i don't know what to make of that it's they're signing like
1: it seems like because they signed philip Lindsay as well this wasn't that wasn't in there um but they signed philip Lindsay as well so it's almost like philip Lindsay is the backup to Hines, and tyson will be the backup to um taylor if something happens you know you obviously you saw what happens with dobbins and edwards
0: so and just some insurance I, I mean i looked for tyson williams and sleeper and i could not even find him
1: he's like he's like in the
0: uh it's up. up it. yeah you have to oh, it, right? now? Yeah. yeah obviously thank you dylan for that i'm option. gonna say like when i
2: first searched for tyson it has, it doesn't have like it either didn't or did have the asterisk or something like that in there it does t-y yeah. asterisk
1: s-o-n yeah or not asterisk but, but be, oh yeah yeah sorry but, yeah, don't
0: worry. I got him with that six fab. Nice. And no one else bid on it. <laughs> uh, and the um, last bit of news is Indianapolis again. Uh, Connor, I'll let you do this one.
1: Yeah, so the hype news was that Hines, Naheem Hines, their head coach said that you need to draft him in fantasy football this year. Um, I, I did hit up – David did hit in the DMs about his response to that. And – basically seems like he is not taking into um, taking this as serious news. So he said, I think no chance Naheem Hines actually has a solid sustained value. I think JT will vastly outperform him. Obviously that's what everyone knows. And there will be a couple games where Hines has big catches and will inflate his numbers, but it'll just depend on that. So basically it feels like David's like, I mean, he might have some good games, but you never not going to know when to play him. So. So he's uh, not
2: selling him for a first round pick, is what he's
1: saying. Uh no, well I'm sure he'd be happy depends. to He'd be if, very happy. I'm sure he'd be happy if he's, if he's going to you. It'll, it'll pop it second at the highest. You don't have. You never have to play any first. No, um, no. but yeah,
2: yeah, I did pay it first actually in a pick in a trade. So how long ago?
3: Last year. What was it? For uh, it? to Sean. Oh Pretty yeah, true.
1: for
0: Daryl yeah. Henderson. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah, and then you flipped him for. Uh, <laughs> you flipped your first into CMC, for just a second.
2: True. True. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a completely separate trade, though. You know, I still had right.
1: Pass- right. I, oh, I said yeah. I fl- you flipped it. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, true. True. It's just impressive that you got. I, I'm gonna stop for round.
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll do that in the trade <laughs> review show, which is coming up sometime this summer. I'm sure you're all waiting on pins and needles. Um, That's about it for us. Check us out on Spotify. You won't get to see me in the video because my camera didn't work tonight, but you can see Dylan and Connor both wearing backwards hats like a bunch of cool guys. Um, Subscribe. You know, we, we guess not subscribe It's right? follow, uh, give us five stars and then roast us if you want to. This is called smack mouth, fancy football after all. We are going to have Chalabi, the Pirate League champion, on sometime this summer as soon as he's done uh, yeah. gallivanting and back from his bender, wherever that um, is.
1: That I will set, tell all of our listeners, uh, especially whenever you're like if you listen with your kids, which I know a lot of you do because it's a father-son family, bonding kind of thing. podcast. Um, yep, yeah, this if whenever Chalabi is on, it, it's hundred percent going to be explicit. Like I'm sorry for anybody that's offended by that. <laughs> I think we could try and talk to him to not uh, no, cuss I so much. I
0: think we need Chalavi. I don't think
1: there's. A, I, I, I'm scared what truly unfiltered means because I think <laughs> he's been owning it back on uh, all the other leagues that we're in.
0: So, well, yeah, may, but mean, who knows?
1: Maybe he got it out at that bachelor party that he was talking about.
0: <laughs> um, we'll see. Um, so, this other startup we did is a uh, guy named jace i guess is the uh, commissioner shout out to you jace uh, we're not doing a whole podcast on your startup draft but uh, it was fun good luck this year um that's Dylan... the indianapolis
1: jones guy yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. the one that has like cup debo um andrews harry kill mark andrews um, pretty stacked team Kmakers on the bench
0: uh connor do you have a dad joke dylan you can be a judge dad joke dad joke judge tonight yes oh to no. i am
1: come prepared i can yeah i've got one
0: okay i don't um, have any good ones honestly but uh you want me to go first uh sure how much does a chimney cost i don't know free it's on the house that's nice. that's pretty good. I'm pretty, I'm
1: pretty sure I used uh, not to downplay his joke at all. No, it's I'm, similar to I, your
0: dumb Christmas joke. Yes, it is okay.
1: You okay. you said it, so at least you knew it. Um so still plays. How many how many letters are there in the alphabet, Dylan?
2: What 26? Twenty four.
3: I don't 24?
1: I, only, I don't know twenty-five of so there's twenty-six, but I only know I think there is, but I only know
0: twenty-five. I don't know why. Mm. terrible
2: that's yeah, not great <laughs>
0: <Holy>. <laughs> uh, the, those are two poor performances tonight I, not gonna I, lie.
1: <laughs> I,
2: I, I will be fully
1: transparent i did not uh prepare for this so uh
0: what happens when a cow doesn't shave it grows a moustache
3: mm. Mm. Mm.
1: That's like one of the dad jokes of that, like five-year-olds tell.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would be hilarious if my son told that. So that's fair.
3: Anything else, Connor? Gonna... Yeah. No, I, I don't,
1: I'm not gonna, I'm not going to fu- further degrade my dad joke history with that uh, lame one. So uh, I'm sorry, Dylan, but we will uh, make, we will have, I will have prepared at least two, top grade dad jokes for the next podcast.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, any last words, Dylan? Thanks for joining us.
2: No, no. had a good time. Appreciate having me on and uh, can't wait for another uh, another season. Congratulations, by the
1: way, um, on your championship, Dylan. I'm, I'm glad that you're going to win it this year. Starting early
2: it. or something like that. I don't know. I don't like this. Nope. You got
1: the best team. Congratulations. You did a great job trading. So kind of you,
0: Connor. (laughs) That's our show, everybody. Adios. See ya.
3: See ya.